What it is! How's it going, everybody? Today, we're gonna be talking about The Blackening, the newest horror comedy to be hit in the theaters here in celebration of Juneteenth. We're gonna talk about all the things. Talk about how black you really is, getting your black card revoked, how, you know, when you black, you don't be going into no dark basements, all right? We know better than that. When it's scary, we leave it. And we're gonna talk about all the things. So if you wanna hear what we have to say, sit back, relax, grab a snack, grab a beverage, and listen on in to the first ones to die. Welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. My name is Jonathan. We're back at it again. I'm here with Alex and Jerome. Alex, how you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, I got I have something in my eye. Someone rubbing my eye a bit. But uh, I'm doing good. I got to go see the White Sox and the Mariners play last night, uh, Friday night, I guess. And it was Pride Night, so it was even more fun. Lots of rainbows and gay stuff around, which is great. It's so nice to see that, you know, getting to do Pride Night at, at sporting events and things like that. It's very welcoming and comforting. They lit up T-Bumble Park with the rainbow lights on the stadium. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, we didn't know it was a firework night, too, or that they oh, were going to do nice. that. And it was so funny because my sister-in-law and my sister roommates came along and they thought we were going because it's Pride Night. They forget that we go, me and my sister will go every time a Washington team plays, or a Seattle team really, plays a Chicago team. Because we always say it's our current town versus our hometown. Although, I ain't proud of my White Sox from last night. They (laughs) They got destroyed. They were not, well, it was 3-1. It was 3-2. It was 3-2. So, you know, they did they did play best they can, but they weren't playing strong. Not in the first couple innings. It was it was embarrassing. Oh. Like, genuinely. But you got to go, you got to watch the Mariners versus White Sox. You got to go for Pride Night and you got to see the fireworks show. So they do the they, they do the fireworks regardless of if the Mariners win or lose. Yeah, this was just like a firework night. Um and they had to. It, it took forever for the setup because they had to open up the the ceiling, and it was the slowest thing. And because there was so much fog yesterday, part of the game got covered in fog, so it was hard to see. Oh. Yeah, fog rolled into the stadium, but it cleared up pretty quickly, and it was it ended up really good. And then, uh, in the oh, the best well, not the best part. Funny story, I suppose. Is when we were trying to leave, we were stuck. I was stuck in line in the parking garage waiting to get out. I'm pretty sure they were drunk. These two drunk guys. One friend punched his friend and yelled "punch buggy," which I see that a lot because I drive a Volkswagen Beetle. But then the guy kind of punched his friend back, friendly like. The other guy kind of then chased after him, and then pulled him to the ground and punched him. I was like, this escalated too quickly. No, li- my car. I feel like my car is to blame for that a little bit. Listen, that's but how that men do it. Session. All right, listen. When men get drunk, they get violent, and sometimes it's just like a play fight will quickly turn into a real fight. But don't worry, it'll be all right. They gonna wake up in the morning like, bro, what happened? I don't know. I think you hit me in the face. Or something. Ah, oh, my bad, man. I was <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> The other friend was totally being playful. Like, you like you could just see it. And then he just, like, cheated. And I'm like, this turn. But I'm also not getting involved because the line's starting to move. And I want to go home. 
Listen, as long as he like, as long as he gets the next round, next time they go out, they be friends again. They'll be alright. They're really gonna intensely be looking for Volkswagen Beetles now. I won't be surprised <laughs> if they see them again. <laughs> I just like I was laughing earlier because I just love the idea of of pity fireworks, <laughs> of like. Uh, like the Mariners lose again by a devastating loss. Anyway, fireworks. <laughs> it's just them just sitting there like they still gonna lost these. Da- we lost. We don't want to see no fireworks right now. Look, we paid for these fireworks. Y'all fit to see them, okay? <laughs> just right. It, I was I was just talking to a coworker yesterday about how <laughs> with the Mariners it's always like. The Mariners, they're off to a great start this season. A record-setting season. By the end, it's like, go home. <laughs> <laughs> go home. It's like, come I on, y'all. We can still that. get to the championship. We are, champion- we are down multiple games. We ain't going to the championship. Take your cleats off and go to the back of the bench. <laughs> Honestly, both of them were playing pretty well. White Sox just played a little worse, but both of them were like, yo, doing okay tonight? Is it the weather? It's like, something going on? Everything all right in their personal life? Maybe a sports therapist might help? See, I don't watch baseball, so I don't know much about like the what baseball teams are, are popping right now. I, I'm more of a basketball, football guy. Those are my, my sports to watch. Uh, and professional. I don't watch college as much, even though I should, because I feel like college is is really good too. Um, these these I don't past like the few way years, they exploit students. So I don't oh yeah, it's not. I agree. Well, like it's especially because it's for me. I don't like the attitude that most like not just college, high school too, of sports teams. Because the South is a big component of this, of being like, well, you can hell, you can throw a football real good. You don't need no damn education. It's like no, you you need to have an education. It's it's the good education. you can play football. Yeah, exactly. Because they'll say it just like that. You, it's good that you are, are are great at a sport, but not all of y'all are going to the NFL. Not all of y'all are going to the NBA. Some of y'all are just going to be doctors. Some of y'all are just going to have to be lawyers. Like just. Some of, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> like some of y'all just got to accept that you don't have the skills to be LeBron James, but you do have the skills to be a great defense attorney. So maybe you should focus your time, you know, play the basketball to keep the scholarship, but use that money to then, you know, actually go to class and get an education. But a lot of- Maybe you could be a, or maybe you could be a basketball coach or- Why? So you could get fired? Do you see what's happening in the NBA right now? They don't give a damn about coaches. Have you guys watched Ted Lasso? (laughs) I still haven't. I need to. I don't have oh, Apple so, TV, so I and I'm, I'm not using yours just yet, so I, I can't have it. I was like, I, I, know, I still haven't it. logged it. I still haven't logged it to yours yet. Well, watch to. it because I need to talk about it. Okay. God, but it's we really good. It I started watching it. Yeah, I, I, I love it. the The last season dropped, and it's the last of the series. And I know what's going to happen at the end of the series because they kind of ever told everybody, so it's not going to be a shot. But I'm still not prepared or like ready for it to end. So I'm kind of dragging out watching it instead mm-hmm. of like binge watching like I usually do. I'm like watching an episode and then coming back like a few days later to watch another episode. And it's actually been a week now. I don't want it to end. It's, it's, it's such a weirdly good show and it makes you feel like really good. And it's like, what is this like cocaine that you're giving me? 
<laughs> it feels like I, coke or something. It's no shade to coaches. Coaching is a hard job, and those who can do it are, are I, I commend you immensely. Uh, but it's just a fact of like, especially in the NBA, they're like, man, the Lakers lost again. Fire the coach. Fire the coach. Maybe you should start with the play. It always used to be you start with the players first. If everybody failing consistently, then you move up to the coach to see like, because clearly the coaching. You don't just immediately start with the coach. You know what I mean? For all you know, well, it could I, be they got a trash bench. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> Alex was so offended at your rant. I was, I'm there. Get rid of all the coaches. <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking more, more so like you could do like college or high school level coaching or even middle school. But... <laughs> Why? Why would you do that for less money when you could get a really you're in college. The whole point of going to college is so you could get a good job, especially if you play for like a really good college like Duke or something like that. You're calling middle school coaching not a good job. No, it's a good job. They don't pay a lot. They do need to be paid more. I will give you that. They need more money. But the fact of the matter is until then, they don't make a lot, which is unfair and it should be changed. But until then, (laughs) go to college. And get you a degree so you can get an even better job. The anecdote, the anecdote in the middle, which is unfair, it should be changed. <laughs> I'm just saying, because like you, even most people coaching middle school are people who have a day job, but their kids on the team, and nobody else wants the job, so they go take it because they can play a, they, they can play the sport most of the time, unless they actually are like working for the school. Either that or they're the PE teacher, one of the two. <laughs> Jerome, so I like your to week follow been? baseball, and I watch soccer a lot too. Uh, and I do enjoy going to the Sounders and the Chicago Fires ones when they're in town. Usually, they go on off, so I get to go every other year. But that was my week. How are you doing, Jerome? I'm good. I got to catch up on my WNBA games too. That's my last sports thing. <laughs> Got to keep the argument strong. Uh, <laughs> anyway, my week's been fine. Um, yeah, uh, still watching the idol. Uh, still not convinced that it's like really worth the time. <laughs> you know, I honestly I was, forgot I a new was... episode was out. I didn't watch it till Wednesday because I was like, "Oh yeah, the idol. That show exists." I was telling Alex before you hopped on that with that show, every time I watch it, and I thought just episode one was a fluke, but it happened when I watched episode two as well. Every time I watch that show, my Roku in the corner pops up saying, your device is overheating. And then <laughs> I go to the back and and like the device is actually hot. I don't know what it is about that show or the format or like the size of the fight. I don't know what it is, but it's only with that when I watch that, that my device says it's overheating. So now I'm kind of mad and I'm considering not watching the show. It's too hot for Roku. That's what that it is. It's, 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 it's too sexy. It's, it's too erotic. Spicy. Yeah, it's too Possibly. much. <laughs> uh, me personally, though, I'm not I'm not impressed. I don't, I'm sorry. I, I think the acting is okay. I think Lily Rose Depp is doing the best job, me personally, but past her Everybody else. When she had that sequence when she was uh, dancing on filming the music video, that was I thought that was really good. Yeah, that was was great. It's just the writing. The writing is lacking for a lot of characters in the show. And I I was watching struggle reviews talk about it, and it and they brought up something I didn't think about, which is that we don't even really know. Like, you know how long it's taken me to even figure out what the roles of the other characters are in this in this show. I mean, the people who are supposed to be part of her like PR team or whatever. I don't know what anybody does. 
because this show hasn't yeah. labeled it. <laughs> the show has done a terrible job just explaining that fact alone. And I'm like, the pilot wasn't what? great. Can you? Like, yeah, that's true. What is this show supposed to be again? Because like every time I hear something about it, it's like this weird, different version. And now you yeah. guys, you guys didn't even know what the side characters were doing. Well, they don't real explain quick, the side characters. When, when so I someone uh, <laughs> I was talking to someone at work about it. And uh, she looked at the cast and she was like, oh, Troy Sivan is in it? And I'm like, yeah, he plays the, her, he plays her, her manager, her manager, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's on the show. He plays someone on her team. <laughs> That's, that was basically how it went. <laughs> it's uh, it's about a pop star who is in uh, beginning to develop a uh, possibly terrible relation, like a very manipulative relationship with a cult leader. Um, is what the show's about, but it's also a lot. It's supposed to, it, there's there's shades of also commentary on the like music pop industry stars. and how pop stars are abused. Essentially, a lot like in fact, a lot of people comparing her story to Britney Spears. Like uh, like a lot of what happened to Britney Spears is echoed in this show of what's happening to the main character Jocelyn. Although I'm sure Britney Spears wore a T-shirt once in a while, this girl literally every time she's in her house in her privacy of her own home with nobody else there, she still is wearing either no clothing or she's wearing like a, a shirt so tight you can see her areolas through the damn shirt. And it's just like, what is wrong with this wardrobe? What do y'all? What do you think, Sam Levinson? Do, I have a legit question. Do you think women dress like <laughs> like they're on OnlyFans every day? There is some days they just be wearing sweatpants and t-shirts. <laughs> That's usually what women wear. We're cold all the time. <laughs> we have low iron. <laughs> so I just, I, I, yeah, I, I'm not like, I'm still going to keep watching it. I'm like, only because I'm like, I, I'm thinking this show might be worth doing a mini review maybe by the end of it. Or at the very least, I'm curious just to see where it goes. To see if it maybe like something really special happens as the show goes on, but for now I'm I'm not I'm not really it's not that I'm hating it I'm just not like feeling it like as much as I I am like something like a Euphoria where I was like Euphoria was strong with his writing his first season and this one just ain't really there and I wonder if maybe it's because Sam Levinson came on after the fact maybe he just has a hard time like meshing his style into what was already written. But as far as we've been told, he like rewrote stuff. So I don't know. But um, yeah, so that's happening. Um, I'm excited for Secret Invasion to be coming out soon from Marvel. It's their newest TV show. They say this is supposed to be more of their serious one. And Secret Invasion is a cool story. Um, I wish it was a movie. Because <laughs> it's a really cool idea. Um, if you don't know what Secret Invasion is, it's where uh, the Skrulls, which we met them in Miss Mar- uh, not Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. Captain, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, in the comics, it's that we find out that a lot of our superheroes and characters that we've come to know, like, uh, at that time, it's like Spider-Woman, Captain America, other characters, they've all been Skrulls, secretly, this entire time. For how long? Skrulls you don't even know. Skrulls? Skrulls. S-K-R-U-L-L-S. Skrulls. Got it. Okay. Skrulls. Um, but you know, cause scrolls can shapeshift. They can shapeshift into anybody. They, yeah, they like, they've been perpetrating as some of your favorite comic book heroes for God knows how long, maybe even decades. And so there's a really cool story about like paranoia and phobia where it's like, who can you trust for all, you know, like the person you're talking to is a scroll right now. <laughs> it's, it's very invasion of the body snatchers type thing in the, in the comic. 
Um, but in the comic, it's it's a big deal. And this is they're they're putting it into a TV show, so I'm curious to see how big they make it since it's a Marvel TV show. And it looks like we're only really focusing on Nick Fury and other agents of Shield. Uh, there's not going to be any superheroes like you know any of our you know Avengers or anything like that in this show. But I'm still down to see it. Um, I had not known about this show until I literally walked past the red carpet for like the premiere earlier this week. Um, and we almost like my job, we almost like got to go on the red carpet, but it didn't end up working out. Um, but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it sounds cool and it sounds fun. It's Samuel Jackson. Yeah. So I'm excited for that upcoming. Um, I think that's really it. I don't really, I haven't really done much this week. It's been a very quiet week, but that's okay. Cause I needed it. <laughs> Need to just kick back a little. Just do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, how was your week? Good. Uh, It started off rough because of work stuff. Um, But then uh, on Tuesday, uh, I got to go to the opening night of the Tina uh, Turner musical uh, at the Pantages. Mm. And that was incredible it's touring right now so anyone uh i think it's it's the u.s the u.s tour uh if anyone uh has the opportunity to see it in their city go see it uh especially as a way to honor the legendary tina turner who recently passed away um and it was so good the woman who played tina turner was like had the energy and just the just essence of Tina Turner um, and her voice was incredible. And she did a, an amazing job performing. Uh, it's called Tina Turner, the musical. Uh, it's called Tina, a Tina Turner musical, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here's yeah, how much so, you want to bet. We are getting a Tina Turner movie, another Tina Turner movie coming soon. Like made by probably the same dudes who made Bohemian Rhapsody or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pushing for, I was just thinking today, I'm going to need, before that, I'm going to need Prince. Yo, a Prince movie movie would be dope. I'd be into that. Don't think they can do a Prince Prince movie right. Why not? The same way they didn't do Elton John right in his movie. I like Rocket Man. They did it? I heard that movie was good. I liked Rocket Man. I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was amazing, but I thought it was all right. And I thought Taron Edgerton was great casting. Like he, not only can he sing, but with the makeup, no, I was like, you look a little like Elton John. I didn't think the movie was, I didn't think the movie was good at all. Mm. I was like, but, okay. But you know, I, I haven't uh, seen it yet. I could, I could see a really cool Prince movie. We we need a lot of these more biopics of these yeah. black fans. I mean, Stevie Tina Turner, Wonder. at least Stevie would be a great movie. They're, you know what it is? They're waiting for him to die. Newsflash, that's never going to happen. So you might as well just make the movie now. The man's immortal. All right. <laughs> He's going to live forever. He's not going to die. <laughs> That's what it is. They're waiting oh. for him to die to do the movie. I'm like, like tough, I tough, mean, that's a little tough fair. break because they're never going to do all, it. He is outliving all, quite a few artists. He's one of the death. few from the original Motown people still alive. <laughs> Holding it down. And he's still work. He's still performing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, God took the eyesight so he could give him extra years. <laughs> 
I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. What to do. So the Tina Turner musical was good. I'm gonna look it up so I can go when it comes to Seattle. Yes. <laughs> That's all I can. Plus, I love Stevie so much. I'm glad. I'm glad he's still with us. Honestly, it makes me feel better every day waking up knowing that Stevie Wonder is still here. I don't know. What I'm gonna did do. You think that you think of Stevie Wonder the first thing. You I do because he's amazing. <laughs> he's a black national treasure. All right, it's him, Quincy Jones, and uh, uh, who else? I thought Quincy Jones was dead. No, Quincy. <laughs> Barry Gordy's dead, I think. Alive. No, Barry Gordy's still alive. No, I think too, Barry Gordy's still alive. He is still alive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Barry. You were in that list. That's why I was. I had to make sure. I was like, hold on, Barry. You Barry just, Gordy's in you there. Making, you you making people Barry gay. Gordy. You killing people. <laughs> you making them gay. Listen, listen, this is the blackest episode today because we're talking about the blackening, all right? And I'm, I'm going to apologize to Barry Gordy right now because he is a black national treasure as well. No, you know who I was thinking of? That's what threw me off. Harry Belafonte. That's what I was thinking of. Who died? Oh, yeah. He recently died. He recently died. That's why I don't know why I got him and Barry Gordy mixed up. Um, yeah. uh, but regardless, Barry Gordy's still great. Uh, glad he's still around with us as well. Um like, as long as those three men stay alive, dang it, there is still hope in the black community. <laughs> Forever. So how's the rest of your week, Jonathan? <laughs> uh, it, it was, the rest of the week was, was good. On Friday, I took Gibson into work. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> and we took pictures. I'll, I'll share some of those pictures, but uh, we took pictures. Um, and yeah, he, he was the star of, of the show um, on Friday. Uh, I'm going to see him with a little crown on. Did you? Yes. Crown? Yeah, I'm dying <laughs> to see that one. The next is Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, I started watching Black Mirror. Black Mirror premiered. Uh, yeah, I got to get my Netflix subscription back so I can start watching that again. Because uh, I, I got I, a lot I, to catch I, up on. I got a lot to catch up on. <laughs> I got it back yesterday, so I'm going to actually start watching Black Mirror tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, I got to watch nice. that. I got to watch Beef. I got to catch up on, uh, or oh, I got to be great. prepared for when they clone Tyrone comes out. It comes out on my birthday, so I got to be ready to watch that. Next week, um, that show I'm a Virgo is coming out, and I really want to watch that. Yeah, that looks good, too. Really quick, I heard, and be honest, I heard the first episode of Black Mirror was kind of disappointing. Was it? I enjoyed or? it. I enjoyed it. It was very meta. Um, it was very like meta, and I I don't want to spoil anything, so that's all I'll say. Ooh, I like meta, big meta. Yeah. Real quick, Jonathan, there's a question for it you. It seems like there's more like commentary this season, like oh, on sorry. like even more than. Well, I mean, they after t- the literal 2020, it's hard to make like. Uh, a society where this or this we lived through that and that we had killer bees randomly for like oh a couple weeks killer mm-hmm. bees came out of nowhere and then disappeared I love the yeah. theory that somebody said time travel exists and 2020 was the year somebody kept coming back to try to fix things but because they kept trying to fix something <laughs> something worse would happen I got rid of the killer bees cool there's flying spiders in the south now they caught a wind drift from another state, and now they're landing in this state. Well, 2020 also the year that bomb went off that one time in that factory. They did. Yeah. It, I, Jeez. Was, was it 2020 that Hawaii got that bomb scare, too? They got the... I don't alert. even oh, remember. They, they accidentally set off the emergency alert or whatever. Yeah. Where they basically said Hawaii was going to be wiped off, and it was just 
some guy accidentally pushing buttons he shouldn't have. Yeah, 2020 was a year. <laughs> yeah, I yeah that I love that there that somebody came back in time trying to fix 2020 and they just kept making it worse and that's why we have all those bizarre reasons back to back of 2020 happening. And eventually, somebody's like, "You have to stop, man. You have to mm-hmm. stop." No, I can fix it. I can fix it no, this time. This time I'm gonna get it right. Them. I'm moving now. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> like you saved your friend, but. You cause a global pandemic. Look, well, it's a fixed point in time. You just gotta accept that. All right, she's gonna die. No, damn that. Well, they still didn't let her. They still let her live. Apparently, nothing was fixed. We're still, we're still in whatever this timeline they created. Anyway. Gwen Stacy's supposed to die. All right, you just gotta accept that. <laughs> Peter Parker. Uh, question for you though, Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, when Stevie Wonder decides he is done living, do you want him to transfer his immortality oh to gosh. Kiki Palmer? <laughs> All right, the blackening. He's <laughs> not going to answer right. my question. That's your boss you be talking about, all right? That's your queen. You're not going to defend her honor. <laughs> You're not gonna I want her to live all, forever. Does it only have to I hope a all person? of our black Yes! I hope all of our black <laughs> legends I hope all of our black legends get the amount of time on earth that they need to be able to show the world how valued and desired they were. And then when it's their time, we can appreciate them and pay them the proper respects that they deserved. I think Oprah has immortality. I can see her little. She might have immortality <laughs> too. Oprah's been around a minute, and she and she don't look like she's aging at all. She is. I know. She is staying, I saw her recently. She, she is staying good. buttery smooth skin. And she doesn't have that effect that like you'll see even even with certain black actresses and stuff where you can tell they've gotten like a little work done, a little tightening, Botox or something. She doesn't have that either. She doesn't have that weird tightening right here when they get Botox. Yo, it's yeah. the Immortal Council. You got Stevie Wonder, Pharrell, and Oprah Winfrey, and somebody else is on that list, I'm sure. Like, there's a whole table of them. They'd be out here plotting for the entire black community, trying to make sure we stay up, and I appreciate them. <laughs> so the blackening was fun. The I blackening! <laughs> Listen, I hate to go conspiracy brother oh, on us, but it's Juneteenth, all right? <laughs> uh, today, we are talking about the film that just was released in theaters uh, for the Juneteenth holiday weekend, mm-hmm. which happens to take place over Juneteenth. Uh, the Blackening. Uh, seven black friends go away for the weekend and end up trapped in a cabin with a killer who has a vendetta. Will their street smarts and knowledge of horror movies help them stay alive? Probably not. All right, this film is based off of the Comedy Central short uh, that was released a few years ago. And uh, I'm trying to pull up the cast, so I'm trying to stall while I'm pulling them up. But well, we got stars Antoinette, Antoinette Robinson. Robinson. Okay, never mind, you got it. Dwayne Perkins. <laughs> Give him a second. <laughs> He's taking too long, all right? <laughs> Cinqua Walls, Grace Byers. X Mayo, Melvin Gregg, Jermaine Fowler, Yvonne Orgy, and Jay Farrow, uh, and James Preston Rogers. Uh, basically, if this is your first time listening to one of our reviews, what we'll do is we'll first give our overall general thoughts. Did we like the movie? Did we not like it? 
and then we'll give you a warning before we go into our spoiler thoughts. We'll dive deep into the movie. Jerome. Ah, see, you made the right choice. Start with the black guy. All right, so. <laughs> There's two of you. <laughs> yeah, he did the intro. I, know, I started right? with I myself. The part. <laughs> uh, no, this, what did uh, you think of this movie? This movie was fun, man. I, I really enjoyed this one. Uh, first of all, I did see the sketch beforehand, so I did have a bit of expectations going into this movie, expecting it to be um, just as funny, if not funnier than the original sketch but at the same time there's also this like air of like uncertainty because there's a lot of movies that have been based off comedy sketches or off uh like you know sketch characters you know i think about like snl does does that a lot well they'll have a character from snl and then they turn make a whole movie around that person um and sometimes it don't always work out so i i really wanted to uh I was really hoping this was going to be great, but at the same time, I wanted to like keep my expectations uh, not too high because I, I might have been disappointed. And uh, luckily, this movie did not disappoint. This movie is um, it's so good in so many ways. Firstly, the cast is great. I think everybody has does a great job like getting across that camaraderie. Like, I mean, because, you know, it's a black cast, of course. And in this movie being very steeped in black culture. There's a lot of references that it's like if you're you're you know you grew up in Black America and you're part of the culture you know a lot of what they're saying or get a lot of the jokes or you know you pick up on a lot of the cues, but I think the fun thing about this movie is that they also do a great job of it. Not if you're not black, like maybe you could still follow along. I don't have that experience to know for sure because I am a black person, so I guess I'd have to ask a white person or somebody else like, what's your experience watching this movie? <laughs> Um, but, uh, like it, I think, I think, you know, from my outside, like from inside perspective, rather, um, I, it seems like, I feel like anybody could watch this movie and they'd still have something to laugh about and have a good time. And that's just because of the great character work everybody does. Um, although the standouts for me were definitely Dwayne Perkins, which I'm glad this brother's getting his props because he is the original writer of the original sketch and... A writer on this movie as well so i'm glad that he uh gets to shine in this movie glad to see Sinqua walls get some redemption after white men can't jump not that, that movie was terrible <laughs> just that this movie is much better <laughs> right yeah um, it wasn't as memorable like i i remembered Sinqua walls from white man can't jump but i don't remember much about the performance this i feel like he, he definitely got to shine a little bit more yeah even though uh, he was like on it, like there was less main characters in white man can't jump but anyway <laughs> um and then um also just like the direction of this movie is great too i think to, uh i've never uh because i've seen tim story's movies before i've never seen him do horror before um granted this is a horror comedy so maybe that helped him a lot because he's done a lot of comedies but um he does well with the the horror comedy angle there are some like legit scenes that are creepy and eerie at times when this movie needs it to be. So Tim Story does a great job with the direction of this film too. Overall, it's just a good movie. I think this is a great movie for the black populace to watch indefinitely. But uh, I think, uh, or that's, that, that sentence didn't work. Indefinitely is not properly used there. Definitely, it's a, <laughs> it's, a pro it's a great black movie for black people to watch. But also, share with your friends. You know what I mean? Um, share with the... Uh, with whoever who isn't black. Your non, 
yeah non-melanated folk uh and uh just let them know (laughs) right (laughs) and just uh share it share share the love uh this is this is a classic i feel like this is a black classic it's gonna take baby boy spot on bet to be playing every halloween or just just every day uh (laughs) so that's my thoughts i'm actually (laughs) did you know i'm actually uh tyler perry just bought bet and vh1 Mm-hmm. So for the first time, I think they said in seven years, BET is black owned again. And now that we're going to have crazy. his Medea movies and all of his soap operas 24 7, 365. <laughs> I think that's half of the programming already. It probably yeah. is. That's, that's probably true. <laughs> that's true. He's like, I'm, I already He's basically like, own well. the channel anyway. Might as well buy it. <laughs> own the whole damn thing. I can see this this playing during Halloween uh, now. I can see like, it playing on TBS too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might be too black for TBS. TBS is kind of like the white the white PlayStation. <laughs> Listen, point. every time I they've had I black did. shows on there, they get them. They take them off. All Did right, they had Tyler Perry on there on TBS. They canceled him too. Know. Tyler Perry is makes the easily the blackest shows for white people. So if they can't handle that, they definitely can't handle this. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, Kenya Bears. That's true. No, you're right. Kenya <laughs> Bears does make the blackest shows for white people. He makes the black shows white people can tolerate. It's true. <laughs> Uh, Alex, what are your overall thoughts of, of the Black Knee? I thought it was good. I thought it was funny. Um, you're right. It was spooky in some parts. I All the actors were so great in it. I loved... Uh, hold on, let me... Uh, Melvin Gregg's character was, like, my favorite in there. <laughs> I don't know why, but every time he... Ta- like, everything, he was so funny. And he was... The way they had, he was trying to be something different in the beginning, and then he uh, to go not to go into spoilers and somebody else in the end. And it's like, I like that ca- character because I resonate with that a lot now. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm calm, I'm cool, you know, everything's all right. But something will push me over the edge where I'll be like, I will fucking fight you right now, <laughs> type of style <laughs> that he was doing. So I was like, all right, I resonate with this character a lot. Um, I, I there's just spoilers I want to get into, but I enjoyed it, so I'll wait to talk a little more about it. And I think it was really fun. And me and Jerome actually took account of how many black people were in the theater when we Five. went to go watch it. Five. I total. was about to. I was about to say that. I was about to say that for mine too. How many were yeah. your? How many were in your theater? So I, uh, I counted at the end when the lights came up because I was wondering while I was watching the movie because uh, you know I. I well actually maybe you don't know but I like to get there as soon as before the movie actually starts so I leave my house when the movie is scheduled to start so that That's way I'll anarchy. get there. I hate that. <laughs> Why would you do that? Oh my god. I will get there and I've been seeing TikToks people doing the same thing lately so I'm like I feel seen. No. I feel so seen right <laughs> Y'all now. are insane. I know, and I've timed it out. I literally you can't left time it. It's twenty five minutes. It's twenty five. Oh, it's twenty five minutes. I, well, yes. Well, this time it was like maybe twenty seven because it hit twenty five once the Nicole Kidman trailer came up, <laughs> and I'm like, I better not see this Nicole Kidman because I when I got to the when you see theater, the heels in the I, pond, you know it's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I got to the movie theater, and speaking of like black people, CP time. I mean. It's fitting that I get to It's this true. Movie. No black person should have been on time for this movie. It's true. 
(laughs) (laughs) But I got to the movie theater uh, with five minutes to spare. I'm like, oh, I'm early. (laughs) I got there 20 minutes late. I'm early. And so I, uh, I was considering, I'm like, do I get some nachos right now? I'm like, that might be pushing it. And then I see a family that is uh, getting to the front of the line. I'm like, oh, if I get the nachos, I'm not going to make it. So I just went straight for the theater. Mm-hmm. I see that ad where it's like, uh, please, no talking, no texting, no, don't ruin the movie or whatever. And then I'm like, Nicole came and better not show up after this. She better <laughs> not show up after this. I could have gotten my nachos. And then what do you know? I see that damn heel in that in puddle. Pond. In the puddle. And then I... <laughs> And then I'm like, I could have gotten my nachos. You know what they should have done? They should have got like, Regina. Re- they should have got Regina Hall or somebody to be the, to do it for this movie specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dungeons and Dragons did it for themselves. <laughs> Calling everybody heroes for coming to the theater. They could have switched it up. <laughs> but uh, to your original question, uh, I waited until the end because the whole movie I was wondering how many black people are watching this right now because the theater had about like maybe forty to fifty people in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, the lights came up and I counted. There was uh, four, including me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, so, I said five. I meant four, including me. Like, that was four, four total. Granted, although the weird, it, the weird thing was every black person that was there, uh, light-skinned or white girlfriend. <laughs> me, myself <laughs> included. Included, yeah. <laughs> Well, really, I was like, what the hell one. is this? What's going on? What is this you know conspiracy? That, <laughs> you know what's like, another that's funny like, thing in detail about that? Is that there was one other Hispanic person in there, and it was a guy, and he was alone. <laughs> I noticed yeah, although, that too. There was one black dude. I don't know if it, like, I, I don't know if uh, he came with a white dude. I don't know if that was if they were together, if they were just friends. Either way, I'm like, you still came with a white partner for this movie for this movie experience. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's a Seattle <laughs> thing. Cause I'm like, in Atlanta, I'm sure in Atlanta the showings for the black and probably just all black people. It has to be, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. We Latin people just came alone. We're just like, we're here to see the movie. <laughs> Listen, y'all allies right. too, y'all part of the black uh, populace. Were... We consider y'all part of the team. Right. There were there were <laughs> other there were other people of color. I didn't count the total like people of color in my movie. There were other people of color, but there were also a lot of white people in the in the movie that I watched. But um and I guess getting to my thoughts, I really, I really lo- loved this movie. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was hilarious uh i think also the crowd that i was watching it with like they were they were enjoying it like a lot <laughs> hey did you um, watch it in black stereo like we did because there's some black lady she's reacting to everything and i was just like this is great <laughs> this is the best way to watch this movie is to have some black lady being like don't go in there girl uh-uh girl <laughs> i'm like uh-uh not me couldn't have been me oh lord jesus she's going inside the door like that's the best right. way to watch this movie <laughs> Wait, we there have someone like that in the theater? <laughs> she was getting the like bottom row somewhere, just talking. Granted, like I'm gonna put my girlfriend on blast a little bit, but she, I, I she, she did it a couple times. I heard her. She was well, because her girlfriend. She had her, her earbuds in, so she couldn't hear how loud she was being. Oh, and I, that's oh. why I kept trying to be like, Shh, like quiet, like we did because she's not whispering. <laughs> she doesn't realize though that she was being a lot louder than she actually was. <laughs> Bless her heart. I thought though. she was, was going to get into it. I thought she was like. I mean, she was into like, it, but she right. also normally she's a lot quieter. But she had her earbuds, so she couldn't hear herself. 
she's channeling the black experience. Nah. You know, we gotta, we gotta be. <laughs> uh, but uh, there, there was a group of of friends uh, that was sitting behind me, and uh, one of the members of the group was black, and they were they were commenting on a lot of not in a distracting way, but in a, in a fun way that kind of added mm-hmm. to it as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I th- from beginning to end, I, I thought it was so good. Uh, I loved the character of Shanika. Shanika was one of my favorites. I, oh, she, she I had my favorites she, of the group, and Shanika was up there. Like not in the beginning, but as the movie went on, I was like, she's the best. She, she was so great. <laughs> she was hilarious. Uh, and uh, the actress uh, X Mayo, um, I never. I, she looks so familiar, but she's I don't think a I've seen her. In she's anything. a music person, right? Isn't she like a music star? It says she's like a comedian. I've seen her in like skits uh, and stuff. She okay. looks like I. I felt that too. I'm like I've seen her. I feel like I've seen her face a lot, but I'm like maybe yeah. she's in like skits or something. Like, but she or? reminded me of she reminded me of uh, Natasha Rothwell from Insecure. They both have that same like kind of uh, sense of humor, like type of comedy, uh, which I thought is. Which I think is really, really hilarious. She hasn't uh, been I, in many, uh, much, uh, many things, uh, uh, much things. She's been in the Daily Show. The thing, uh, Jonathan, the thing you might know her from is Swarm. She oh, plays Swarm. Cheeks from Swarm. She's one oh, of the strippers. Oh yes, one of the strippers. That's right. I'm like, I know, I knew she looked familiar. Okay, that's that's where I'd seen her in, and she was hilarious in that too. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was was great. I had been anticipating this movie ever since, uh, well, ever since I heard it was getting made. Uh, but uh, the, the ever since I had seen the 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 sketch, I think I remember uh, showing literally everybody in uh, at the science center um, the sketch, and that also uh, translated to uh, me showing people at work. The sketch too because everyone was talking about going to see it this weekend so i'm like you have to see you have to watch the sketch first before you watch the movie or i wonder if you watched it after i wonder if, how it would anyway uh yeah i enjoyed it i i i really enjoyed this movie. i i do honestly even though i i am an, a, not a fan of this whenever sketch comedy gets turned sketches turned into movies when they just repeat all the jokes from the sketch in the movie I feel like the jokes in this sketch in particular, though, would have been great to see in the movie. Just because I don't know. You don't know how many people did actually watch the sketch beforehand. Right. Well, they did do they did do a good portion. They did a few like that. Yeah, they did. They did a good portion of them Um, and others. They kind of incorporated into other parts of of the movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They did do a good job. Well, spoilers. Yeah. Now oh, is our spoilers. I was gonna say of the podcast. This is a little off topic, but this is one last thing I wanted to say about uh, watching movies in black stereo. I will never forget though my favorite movie I've ever watched in in black stereo, as I call it, as many people call it, I guess, um, is uh, Mad Max Fury Road. You haven't enjoyed Mad Max Fury Road until you've had two black women, two black aunties behind you. Just going like, oh no, girl, like, like, hold up, they all got, like, look at their white skin. They need some lotion, girl. Look at them. <laughs> just, just, the whole, the whole movie, they have me cracking up because <laughs> they, they would have reacted to everything. Like, he can't take my blood, girl. Shoot, I got, <laughs> I got that stuff in my blood. I don't, I don't want nobody using my blood to drive no car. <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> I. This movie was just so entertaining. Whether they did, 
I really so with there was Clifford, Clifford, Clifton. So he Clifton. ended up being right here. I Jerome was like, oh, he's a bad guy. I'm like, no, that makes it way too obvious because he's like creepy. I felt like that was like way too obvious. I was like, no. And yeah, when they chose I, him I literally to die, tapped her and I was just like, so it's him, right? Like, <laughs> he's no, the guy. Creepy. They like they went like way too hard on like that's definitely the guy that's going to betray everybody. Um, <laughs> I thought originally what was going to happen is when he went out to die, I thought they were going to do that part from the uh, from the skit where they're like, I screamed like a white woman, so he wasn't going to kill me. I wasn't black enough. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's just going to happen, but then like when they did, I was like, oh no, he's creepy and he's de- he's the first one dead. Yeah, he's definitely going to be well, the betrayer. I-, I called it because I and I think if I have to pick one weak link of the movie, it's Clifton. Not because Jermaine Fowler does a bad job. Because uh, I think he does a great job with the character, but because the, everybody else is playing it so, like, real. Like, everybody else is just a real person. And based in reality. Yeah, Clifton's yeah. a cartoon character. He is that caricature, black nerd, like, character with even, like, with, like, a side, like, like, I like, was like, um, all right, like, I, this well, one's a little. Well, sh- uh, yeah, well, like Shanika, uh mistakenly calls him Carlton at the beginning. And that's, that's, I feel like it's kind of. He's kind of in that, but I would have liked. I'm thinking no, of Steve she Urkel. does. She does call him Carlton, but yeah, right. But I, I'm thinking more of like the Steve Urkel character. But I wish he had maybe played it like Carlton, because Carlton is like would have been a perfect like that's a real person, like like you know what I mean the like black Republican like very proper person. That person exists, and he was. I think it would still get the joke across without it being. And now, granted, he did a great job, and it lends itself to the comedy. So that's why I'm like. It's hard to say it's necessarily a negative, just more just like because he has such a distinct character compared to everybody else. That's how I knew it was him, because I was like, his voice sounds like the exact same voice on the little intercom thing. It sounds like him. And he's the only one with a unique sounding voice. His voice does not sound like anybody else. Everyone else just sounds like regular black people. So I'm like, or white people. So I'm like, it has to be him, <laughs> right? So I think I, I or you know, and it would have been cool if maybe the movie, like, because this movie's so meta in a lot of ways, it would have been really cool if they had just mentioned it and just been like, I mean, this nigga gonna betray us, right? <laughs> like, like, you know, what I mean? or they had said something like that because you know they had the Trump joke in there. That would have been the perfect time to slip that in. Like, come on, y'all. He was going to stab us in the back anyway. Like, look at him. He ain't with the culture. He ain't with, he I think, with us. I think what she did, she's like, yeah, that makes sense. When they were, like, crowded in the basement at the end, she's like, that makes sense. I see that. Yeah. Yeah, she said something when she was pushing the pieces. She was like, well, he, he voted for Trump. Yeah, like he, he didn't really Yeah, listen, you have not heard a, a, a theater go so silent as when they had that Trump joke. Everybody gasped. I the whole thing there and mind you, that the in our theater there was only like total maybe ten of us. And yet it sounded like yeah. the whole room filled with oxygen as everyone just <gasps> <laughs> And then he said twice <gasps> everybody gasped. <laughs> So, so we know, we know we the theater. We all got really the into the film, the- yeah. <laughs> we got really into the film. Oh, I was going to say, we know the people in the theater had not seen the sketch. I saw the sketch I and I still thought it was, I still reacted like oh, it, yeah. like I had seen it I before. Because <laughs> I, I thought it was too. funny. Like when he went, I went, 
And then when he did the twice, I was like, oh, no, he got to die now. <laughs> <laughs> I, My yeah. theater was a similar reaction. It was it was a similar <laughs> reaction. I think that was one of the good things about these, this film is that you can't, even if you saw the sketch, you can still get really into it. It draws you in because mm-hmm. it, it's like they're they're fun. Pe- it looks like they're fun people to be around. Like it's having a fun time, and when they get you know scared and all that, it's it's that energy they're able to put on screen. And like you said, the actors are doing a really great job with the characters they've had. So you're able just to like be with them in that moment, and you're just and you're not thinking about the sketch. You're thinking about the movie now. And when he says that stuff, even when he walks out of the room and he walks out and he says, "All eyes matter," I'm like. Uh-huh. Like you son of a oh, bitch. Yeah, we're all okay now with your character going. Cause that was in this in the original sketch. Uh-huh. Remember when she, when they were trying to prove themselves, the girl, she was like, all lives matter. All lives But in this, he says all lives matter, and then and he means the girl it too. says Right, right. <laughs> and then the 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 part where she where the one girl is trying is like getting choked up trying to say the words is when she's like, let's Let's split up. <laughs> I I I also love the um I'm glad that the gay joke stayed in of just like everybody knows gayness is just black that's wrapped in a bunch of dicks. Catch him, catch him, catch him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't say catch him, but I love it. What's funny too is somebody was gay in our audience, had to be, because literally the second he said that, one dude was just like, ha! <laughs> just laughed out loud over everybody else. I'm like, okay, he's got to be gay or something. Who the black guy was with his partner? He was probably like tapped his his partner and he's like, see, I told you, man. I told you. This is what I deal with. Okay? (laughs) Try to lecture me during Prime Month. But I love that the only... I love that the only character name that they kept from the sketch was uh, Namdi, the African character. Yeah, where he's like, first of all, I'm from Oakland, Okay. (laughs) I'm not from right. Africa. My parents are He's like Raider Nation. And, and they're like, like this makes helpful. you more black. <laughs> uh I the, but I it's true though. I think that's the best that's the thing that makes this movie work more than anything else. And it's why I'm glad nobody died. This is because normally when you watch a horror movie, I think that's the thing. You keep saying that, but multiple people died. No, no, no. I'm movies. saying the, of our cast, of our cast of characters. I don't of count the first two. I don't. I don't count the first two. They were supposed they're to die. Like, they're supposed to be. There's the. They're supposed to be the 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 you know to get which, the ramp up. They're supposed to be the opening that, kill, which that's a great joke too. Which side note that that joke was amazing. That was a great <laughs> joke when they <laughs> they probably couldn't afford to keep them in the movie. <laughs> just and look, then they look at each other. Look at each other. Our audience, my audience, died at that. At that. <laughs> um, but I, uh, but I mean, of the main cast of characters, nobody died. Um, and I, mm-hmm. and I, I think that's a great. I think it works for this movie specifically because a lot of horror movies, the main cast is just there to die, and oftentimes they make them the most unlikable people. You're just like, I can't wait for you to get stabbed. Oh, I'm waiting for you to get your head cut off. Oh, like, you know bodies, what I mean? bodies, bodies. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? You're, you're, there you're, was you're, not one good character. In you're movie. waiting for them to get murdered. And it's like, the uh, it's the opposite effect with this movie because it's, and not, and not granted, I may have a bias because being black, I'm like, I'm getting to see all my people on screen and they're all people I like because they're all black people I have met in my life. Like each one of them is a person I have met in my life where I'm like, yeah, that's the hood dude. Yeah, that's the that's the girl who's just a little too ratchet. Yeah, that's the gay dude. Like every all of them are the are the, the black stereotypes you've met in your life if you've lived long enough and been black in America. But 
I just like like their their camaraderie as actors and as characters just translates so well onto screen. You can tell they had fun making the movie and that the direction was so strong and like having them be so natural as a group, as a collective, where they rag on each other when they be messing up, but they also prop each other up. They they help each other out. Um they're often like, you know, I love when they're like carrying King, but it's like, but they do, they did what every black person would do, which is like, it's like, Hey man, look, look, we trying to live. I can't carry you. No, nah, I'm good. I'm got it. You good. You good. You sure? Because I'm telling you right now, we leaving you if you ain't good. We don't actually mean that, but we say it. <laughs> and it's like, I like, you know, there's, there's all those little minute things that makes their, their, um, dynamic strong and so you don't want anyone to die because I, I was really worried that it, some of the characters gonna die i was like especially when king got shot i was like not king not him God, twice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, was, he was like the other this one movie... you got apparently <laughs> i love that's one of my favorite movie... jokes even though it's the smallest one when clifton turns the gun to the side <laughs> it's <just> like exactly <laughs> shoot it right turn it turn it up uh, this movie really lives up to our podcast name as well. The first ones to die. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole concept of this movie. <laughs> uh, but I, um, I'd like to say technically, I'm 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 brown and white, brown whitish. So I would survive no matter what. <laughs> Out of the group here, when, I'm the one that survives. <laughs> oh, I'm a girl. When when sorry. That's true. I'm just happy I make it to the end of the film if it's only the three of us. <laughs> if, it's, if it's the three of us. If it's the three of us. If I bring in, like, Lauren and Kaylee, I'm dead first. <laughs> the, um, at the beginning, when they are, when they're asked, uh, name a person, oh, name a black person who's lived in a horror movie, I was screaming in my mind, I'm like, Brandy! Right, we said the same and thing. I know we also said Brandy. Right. We were like, Brandy! Yeah, we, I like, looked over my Brandy, yeah. Which we said uh, at the same time, too. It was kind of funny. We were just like, Brandy? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, like, of course, she's like the only one. I still... Also, technically, though, we could have said also said Mackay Pfeiffer, because he also survived in that movie, too, with Brandy, I think. No. Did he no, not live? It's, did he die? No, in the, it's only her. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's dead. I haven't seen I Still Know What You Did Last Summer in a long time, so I don't remember. They barely found out Brandy lived at the end because I don't know where she was, but she came limping at the end of the movie. Yeah, she just comes out of nowhere. Done. She's like, I'm still yeah. alive. <laughs> like, oh, Impossible. <laughs> and that was like. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> that's her reaction to surviving a horror movie. <laughs> She starts singing the song. That'd be great if they broke out into musical numbers after. <laughs> um, nah, I uh, also though big shout out to thinking of King. Yeah, big shout out to Melvin Gregg. It is kind of cool to see him and like, cause I remember, I, I remember when I was uh, in college watching Melvin Gregg's like videos on YouTube with like his own little like with the little. Uh, group they have in California, um, I forget what they're called, but they, they're a lot of them know each other. Three uh, P, I think so. Yeah, yep. um, but they they you know they're all a bunch of friends. They all know each other. They do sketches with each other all the time. Uh, you know, uh, like King Batch is in there too, and, and Daystorm, and so Which many others. I was thinking the entire time during this film, 
Why is King Badge? I feel like he's gonna just pop up and do a cameo or something. He would, because like, he's also King, been on the come up King too. Badge's vibe too. Yeah, you would think vibe too. But I was like, good for like I. I don't know why this movie in particular, because Melvin Gregg's been in other movies before. But this was the one where I was like, man, Melvin Gregg, you you did it, brother. All right, you like like don't <laughs> let nobody tell you that you can't make it from the YouTube screen onto the big screen. Cause Melvin Gregg's been in multiple movies, multiple projects, still doing more to this day. Oh yeah, he was in Nine Perfect Strangers. Yeah. He also had a white girlfriend in that too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but I'm yeah, I just- I'm buying, it was funny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's really come a long way. I just wanted to give him a shout out cause I think that's pretty dope. Um, but I, yeah, I, I really enjoy this movie. You know, though, who's, uh, who I think is funny and I got to find his name, but you know, who's not on the cast list for this movie? <laughs> Ranger White. Oh. oh. Which in my head, I still call him Oswald from like Drew Carey. He was on the Drew Carey show back in the early nineties. I still call him Oswald because that was his name on the show. And for the life of me, I don't know his real name. I'm, I'm his name is Carl. His name is Dietrich Bader. Yeah. He's on the Wikipedia list. Yeah, he plays... Yeah, his name's Dietrich Bader. He plays Batman in the Harley Quinn show, too. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. He's still Oswald to me. (laughs) Uh, I always know him from his role, even though it's a terrible movie, in Balls of Fury (laughs) as the man prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually done a lot of, like, work where it's, like, really funny characters, but they're not, like, main parts of the movie. But there, you can remember them from the movie. That's a lot of his work. He was great in this, and I like that in the middle or at near when they finally find out his name is actually Ranger White. He's like Ranger White DeBase. Don't Ranger really? <laughs> I love. He's like that. Normally works. It's White DeBase. <laughs> like White DeBase. White DeBase. <laughs> I, I that that cookout question too. When he was just like, he's just like, yeah. It's like if you got invited to a black cookout. Would you go? No, but not because I'm racist, but because I know my presence would be uncomfortable for the ne- for the evening. <laughs> and it's just like, all right, that's uh, a good answer. That was legit. According to Wikipedia, much of the film's dialogue was improvised by the cast. I can believe that. I can believe that definitely. Yeah. Yo, although, have you ever, like, I, I have seen a lot of things bring black people together. All right, the fight against injustice. I've seen, you know, like, a, a good, a fry, like the Popeyes fried chicken sandwich. So many things have come up in history that have brought black and brown folks together for a common cause. But I've never seen black people unify for the goddamn O'Reilly Auto Parts theme. <laughs> that threw yes. me off when literally they <laughs> sang the song and everybody in our theater was like, was like, oh, 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 O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Ow! Ow! Got soul in it. <laughs> that made me laugh so much i was like i I have all the movies i would not expect that joke to land which i remember before i moved to la i thought o'reilly auto parts was a local washington uh brand i didn't realize that it was nationwide and that every it's oh yeah 
It has cultural significance Although, in the United say, States of America. O'Reilly's now fucking overpriced. Don't don't shop there. But they have good stuff though. It's over. It is overpriced, but it is decent quality. Every time I go to O'Reilly's, I've never had to return stuff. For fifty dollars a piece? No, absolutely not. You go. I'm just saying. You shop and compare. You shop and compare. Listen, I go to AutoZone if ever I need a cheaper price. Shop and compare. AutoZone is the place I go to most. But when I know I need something and I need it to work, I go. O'Reilly's. That's right. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about hardware stores or car parts. I stores. thought it would have been. I thought it. You know, runner up for uh, a, a, you know national uh, historical cultural significance. Eight hundred five eight eight two three seven Empire. <laughs> I know that, that one is too. <laughs> no, and then the other one is always call J G Whitworth eight seven seven cash now. Seven seven cash. Those are like the nineties you know, commercials you found like in the middle of the night too. A lot of the time, or like Sunday afternoon when you're like between church and waiting for like the night shows to start. Side note: Do you know the Washington one? It's just a Washington. Uh, like lawyer company, lawyer, law firm. And it's the, uh, if you want custody rights, we'll win the fight. <laughs> no, no, I want to. No, I'm no, showing no. you guys this. I'm well, showing you guys this one after, after we get off of here. But because you have to, you have uh, to. Yo, the one I remember from way back in the day, this is, this is only the OG's dose one. Like, get connected online, online, at connection, oh, connection. connection. connected. connected. Oh, that, that, that had no reason being that good. That had no reason it's being that good. It's a bop. That white girl had soul. She <laughs> had it down. She was, she no robbed of her Grammy. Honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> get connected for free, free for free with education, education connection. <laughs> and that one, and then of course, oh. everybody know also uh, it's my money, and I want it now. <laughs> it's not a jingle, but it's still still stays in your head. But you know why? It's because those commercials are on basic uh, uh, basic TV. You be watching an episode of Judge Judy, and then JG Whitworth come on. <laughs> That's why every black person knows that because every black person has seen Judge Judy. Judge Judy has come on at some point in your life. <laughs> now it's a uh, Steve Steve Martin, not Steve Martin. Steve Harvey. I forgot. Oh, his. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Judge there Steve Harvey. Yeah, he's Judge the, Steve yeah, the, Harvey. He has like a judge show. Yeah. Does he? He does. Not How many more yeah. shows can he have? He already has the talk show, Family <laughs> Feud. He's got the radio show. Come on, brother. He's doing his work. He's like, I can work. I'm going to work. He's got big, little, He's little, big met. shots. Uh, I think that's still the man on. Man wants to work. Let let him work. <laughs> don't don't take away his coin. I'm just saying, yeah. not saving the Respect saving enough for the rest of us. <laughs> well, maybe the, people gotta be quicker. He's like, all right, I'm gonna just swoop in right here. <laughs> so okay, all the actors I really like. Was there a character that you didn't like in this film? Um, Cause I didn't like Allison. You know what? Right I stopped that. that I, I I liked Allison. Yeah. I I did I did take a minute for her to grow on me, but I did dig Allison. You know why? Cause she talked trash like I talk trash. <laughs> Was it? No, no. I'm sorry. Not Allison. Not Allison. Lisa. 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 Oh yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, wait, no, she did. No. Sorry, I was lo- I was looking I'm looking at the IMDA and I'm like, I was looking at uh the name Allison. Or Antoinette Lisa. is her like name. Lisa. Yeah. Um yeah. she I like her character. You know what it is? It's cause she's the one with the agree. least defined personality because she's the main character. So she kinda gets she kinda is the straight woman, like compared to everybody else. Everybody else gets to be have like the thing because I felt the same way about Sinqua Wall's character too, where I'm like, I like you. And it's luckily Sinqua Wallace has enough charisma to make that character a lot more than he is but he is he was bland too i was like brother your whole thing is that you cheat you cheated on one of the main characters that's it there's nothing else to you past that as far as like your personality you know like your 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 identifier as a character and the same thing with lisa she doesn't really have any any identifiers she's just the friend of all these people well it's that they're also single walls is also, Sinclair Walls is 38 years old. I thought he was in his, like, late 20s, early 30s. Same. This, he is out he here. He's in his early 30s, yeah. Yeah, he's, do, he's aging great. <laughs> right. But you know what, though? Him and Chadwick Boseman. Same thing, because I thought, when, when someone told me Chadwick Boseman was 40, I was like, there's no way he's 40. Look at him. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> he looks great I for 40. I love that scene where he, like, rips off his shirt to help with her bleeding, and all of them are like, oh. <laughs> I mean, they all stop in their panic. He is no, the one with the justified. most muscles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's justified. But it was just so funny how like Allison's character's holding her shoulder as she's bleeding, and then she goes, she just strains up. She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like something's like, and the fact that she stabs herself. That was funny. Pull it out she pulls it out, and then <laughs> that was stabs her. Like, like, how how did you get injured? She's like, I was trying to help. <laughs> I. I do wait. There's one thing at the beginning, and I thought this when I at the beginning of the film, how they all take Molly or some type of drug. Because mm-hmm. I kept thinking during the whole film, I'm like, all right, you don't have like that one at least white character who's gonna like infiltrate or make you have the bad horror movie decisions. So why is all your self preservation gone? Like, where's it going? What's Excuse wrong me. with you people? And then they show that they they all taken Molly or they've all drunken or they've all done something to severely affect their common sense and preservation. So it's like, this makes more sense. I now understand why you all will go down to the creepy basement. (laughs) Why none of you can keep dropping your weapons too. I get it now. And it just, I felt like helped make the movie a little clearer for me and make it a, a weirdly more believable to like, if this ever happened, makes sense now to why none of them would, handle the situation more clearly they were they're all on drugs and they're all i drunk. mean i would have still left i don't care i would have been like i'm out <laughs> like, <I've>, well, <laughs> no all their tires were blown out remember no before that when everything starts being real creepy i'm just like nah i don't trust this place i'm i'm leaving your friend just threw molly in your mouth you are not gonna be driving that's Dwayne. everybody else took it voluntarily and i'd be one of them people i just I'm like i'm not he i'm not doing take it voluntary. <laughs> all of them did pretty much and then one of them was on like addy adderall isn't isn't that like an offense she just threw molly in his mouth that is, also she would go to jail for that yeah drug. she did just drug him right <laughs> he I don't. It was. I don't think it was like was that. Was fine with it. Yeah, he was fine with it. He was happy with Molly. Well, yeah. you're always happy with Molly. I but I I kind of agree with you on uh, Lisa's character. I love Antoinette Robinson. Shout out yeah. to when she was in uh, Dear White People. She was great on that. But um, 
yeah, her character was, even though she did have the uh, dynamic with uh, Namdi um, and that whole storyline, uh, which kind of felt a little bit shoehorned in there, like the whole um, love thing. And then uh, I, I felt it was maybe kind of a reach where it's like, um, you know, trying to appease the best friend. I didn't feel like it, you know, was a, a ton of, there were a ton of stakes in there. But Same. with her character, yeah, with her character, it, it, it did feel like that was kind of the only thing going for her. I thought what was going to happen was when she was talking to King about when he was pouring all the sugar in the Kool-Aid, yeah, uh, sugar and vodka and, and she, at that. It's just like, what are you right, doing? Sugar and vodka in the Kool-Aid. And when she's like, you know what else uh, black people have is diabetes. I thought her thing was going to be that she was like the healthy nutritionist one. And I uh, thought that was going to be her validation. Uh, that would have been great. For not, ha- yeah. not getting to die first. Yeah. That would have been cool. I thought that was where, it's, where it was going to go. But the, everyone just hated the Kool-Aid. I think so that's the other weakest part of this there. movie if I have to. Because Clifton, at least you could say Clifton, despite being a very cartoony villain, he is like, like he has purpose and he's funny. Like Jermaine Fowler knows how to make that character at least like very entertaining. And so you're happy to have him on screen. The plot with Namdi and Lisa, I could have lived like uh, taken or leaving to be quite, or left to be quite honest. Like, not that it it wasn't bad. It just felt so cookie cutter, just so they could add some internal strife among friends. But I was like, I feel mm-hmm. like this is unnecessary. Like, why can't it just be all of us are just friends? We just me, or if you had to have conflict, maybe the conflict is one of the friends just hasn't been around. Like he, like it's like, man, Namdi, you just straight up ghosted us. Like the rest of us have stayed close together. Where you been at? Like you know what I mean? Like something that was a little more realistic. I mean, they could have kept that he cheated in the past and had her be like, "We're friends now. We're cool." Like I still don't trust him, but like yeah, you do get over it because like I'm friends with him now. They really didn't have to make him love interest again. Because even King points out, he's like, you do this, like, every three months. Like, nothing's going to change. And everybody's like, nothing's going to change. And they're like, oh, it's different this time. Everybody's just like, shut up, man. Nobody cares anymore. <laughs> well, especially because... cares about your storyline. The Dwayne thing is, like, also where it's, like, it gets a little weak with the... Like, because I'm like, I'm not buying... And maybe it's because the movie just didn't have... the Well, realistically, the movie didn't have the time to get into it. But I feel like if they did they would have maybe fleshed it out more and it would have been stronger. Like this whole thing of Dwayne and Lisa having a bit of strife because he's like, you always come to me as the best friend. And I'm now granted, I appreciate that this time around the best friend character is gay and not another straight dude, because you know, if it was another straight dude, the, the plot would be, well, you always run to this dude, but really I'm the guy you should be with. Like that's all that's all they always do. Because it's like, it's like, oh, well, she keeps running to him. Really, he's the guy she should be pining after, not this muscled up, good looking dude. Really, she should just leave both of them. But uh, but the fact that he was gay, it was a different dynamic. It was more just that he's like, we're best friends and you don't like you only use me whenever like you only acknowledge me when you need me. And then when you don't, you just ignore me. I wish they just had had more time to flesh that out, and make it a little stronger, because the way it is in here now, it, it seems like it kind of just is a distraction from the horror and the the fun of the movie and so it's just like it, i wish they had picked like a different thing an excuse for them to have a conversation 
when there's danger around to like, yeah, to interrupt the like, oh, here's a distraction for you guys so the killer can have a chance to get to you. It's like, but even if that was like a real thing, that's not important right now. I love how mad he got when they left him. <laughs> and he's like, go on without me. And they left. He left me. He's like, I was, I was, I was kidding. <laughs> Which here's the thing, though. Go. You know, I did not mean that. Here's the thing: you don't tell pe- black people to leave you because I'm telling you now, 99% of black the black populace will leave you. <laughs> They'll just be like, "I right, what? No, no, I didn't mean that. Come back." <laughs> he said, "Leave his ass," so we left him. <laughs> and he came up and he was angry with them. <laughs> It's just like that, like that Kevin Hart joke when you leave somebody, like he told when he I abandoned someone and they got jumped. The most awkward thing is when you see them again, like, hey, guess who's still alive? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a little survivor? Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> I, t- I like my mantra is I don't have to be the fastest one. I just got to be faster than the last one. <laughs> it's the thing. It's the thing. Like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, when they say, put on your mask before you put on anyone else's. Yeah, but we were talking you gotta about look out children. For <laughs> children dodging. <laughs> Uh, I um, but I I will say I I did appreciate Grace Byers in this movie because I only know her from Empire uh, when she played Anika. Uh, that's why because as soon as I saw her face, I was like, hey, that's Anika from Empire. I know her. Um, oh yeah. But she's uh she's great in this movie. She's very funny. Um, I love I love that she's on her when she's on her Adderall kick and she's basically like a ninja now. <laughs> Especially when she takes out that dude with the with the bolts, the crossbow bolts. I was like. I was like, get it, girl. Yes. Yes, queen. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I do take Adderall, but it's not like that for me. And I was like, is this what it's like for people who don't have ADHD to take Adderall? Because I had somebody tell me once, they're like, I feel like I want to do everything, but I can't really do everything. And I'm like, that that feels like me out of off of it. And then seeing her character like this, I'm like, oh, I think I get what they're telling me now. And it was so funny when they were trying to escape and she's like, I need to sit here with my feelings right now. <laughs> They're like, there is no sitting. Yeah, we I remember. trying to run. I was like, that's her white side coming out. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> when they were playing the game and they were like, name five black people who starred in Friends. And they all were like, I don't know, I don't watch Friends, but they all started naming black people who've been on Friends. Here's the thing. I was genuinely surprised they were able to actually, they like even the writers. I was surprised that there were actually five people, black people. I only knew Aisha Tyler. I knew that. I only knew Aisha Tyler was on Friends. I, I like lucky for me though, I did get the right answer. I was like, I don't know, I don't watch that show. I literally don't know a single single black person that's been on Friends. Although I did get the uh, light skin uh, Aunt Viv question. Got that one. (laughs) You did. But I'm not going to lie. The second they were like, sing the second verse of um, the Black National Anthem, I was like, Mm -hmm. well, I guess Morgan's going to have to die then because I don't know that shit. (laughs) 
Nobody knows the second verse to anything. All people know that. They're the only mm-hmm. ones who know that. All right? The people who are out here with the hymnal book in the black church, they're the only ones who know that. <laughs> Young people don't know that. <laughs> we know the, we know the, uh, the, 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 what's it called? The, the melody. No, the, which is what they started doing in this movie. <laughs> yes. Like, I know that. I don't, I don't know the lyrics to that second verse. And then Allison just coming in clutch. The second verse. Mm-hmm. That game, that was such a like. I like how the little ah, little pieces were designed to them. Right. And they gave the they it gave was, her, like here's a little wine bottle. She's like, why do I get the wine bottle? Because you're drunk. She's <laughs> <laughs> like said clear cut. You're drunk. That's why. And then she opens up her was, purse and all these drugs. <laughs> The game, it's, it was terrifying with that, like, blackface minstrel character. And then the the actual masks of the yeah. bad guys. Those were pretty scary looking, yeah, They're too. creepy. Um, yeah. I do, uh, like, uh, there have been people who have been talking about, man, but I want that game, though. It's like, because it's got good questions. I'm like, and uh, I was reminded off the Double Toast podcast, that game exists. It's called Black Card Revoked, or it's called Black Card uh-huh. That game exists of just black yeah, questions uh, or questions that stereotypically black people should know that are part of black culture. Um, doesn't have the face in the middle, right? No, it's just like it's like a cards Hopefully against you. No. It's like cards against humanity, basically, like how the cards are set up and stuff. But it's yeah. a trivia game. There's like his, there's like there's, there's like trivia questions, and then there's like uh, there's like general consensus questions as well, where it's like this is an opinion. But you have to be in the majority of the rest of the group in order to get it right. Question: like, If I play that game and I win, do I get a black card? <laughs> I think that means ours would be revoked. No. But do I get one at all? I think you like, can only. Do you have to give me yours? <laughs> yeah, I think you can. Do you win? Is it is it you win the game or do you lose the game? I'm not sure. Uh, I think. I've or seen I, it played. I think like, you, um, yeah, I think you can win, but it's like I don't remember like how the black card, like part where I think it does work. Like if you if you win around, you get a black card, and I think that's how you de- that's how you determine the winner, like how many black cards you have at the end of the game or something like that. I haven't played it, so I don't actually know. It com- audience, if you've played uh, uh, the black card uh, game, comment below. Tell us how how it goes. <laughs> I'll play it just to see if I can get one. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but yeah, yeah that's uh, that's pretty much all we have to say about that because we, yeah, we did gu- i could gush about this movie all night but we don't have that type of time <laughs> that's true uh jerome what are your uh what's your rating in, in final thoughts uh Black i'm giving this movie a uh solid a it's it's so close to an a plus i think there's just those minor things that keep it from being an a plus for me but this movie was still a lot of fun i think it the best part about this movie is that it knows what it is you know i think it doesn't try to be anything more than just like we are a uh fun horror comedy but there are those small things that are still in there because we didn't really talk about it as much but also clifton's motivation as a villain i think is interesting i wish they had more time to flesh it out a little bit more but i i think it is an interesting idea of like uh you know like the, the definition of blackness like it's very common you know because you're talking you know, I'm, I'm a black kid that grew up definitely hearing you don't sound black you know <laughs> like my entire life 
So like it's there is a thing where it's like well what does that mean like sounding black isn't a thing like there's black people of all different colors places creeds you know uh upbringings all types of stuff and so i think it, having a villain that is defined by like I, I i'm tired of being like having my blackness in question and not feeling like you're a part of the culture can be a frustrating thing maybe you shouldn't be murdering about it maybe you should go to therapy <laughs> Or just find your people. You know what I mean? I've I know for a fact the black people I have found the most kinship with are like me. They all have the same story where they're like, "Yeah, people told me I wasn't black enough either." But you know what? We're <laughs> we're just gonna be not black enough together. It's too black and not black enough black people, <laughs> and make it work. So it's like you know, you find your people. You find you find who you gel with in the black populace. But uh, that being said, I think this group of people that they got together as a cast are great together. And uh, I would really, uh, you know, love to see another project from them. Maybe not a blackening too, but I would love to see like what Dwayne Perkins works on next as a writing project um, that maybe is in the same vein. You know what I mean? Cause we already got, you know, Jordan Peele covering the black horror side. We got, Boots Riley covering the more thriller. I would love to see more like horror comedy. Well, yeah, I miss that genre. mm, Well, he's got like the the yeah, he's got the horror thriller stuff. You got um uh uh you know the Antoine Fuqua Antoine and the uh, Barry uh, Jenkins of the world doing the you know the dramatics. Yeah, you got Issa Rae doing uh, more of the like, and Donald Glover doing more of the surreal comedies. And stuff like that. So TV, yeah. So I would love, I would love to see Dwayne Perkins, like maybe do the horror comedy route, or just in general, just do some more like interesting commentaries on the black space. You know, I think that'd be really cool to see. Um, not to pigeonhole him, he can write whatever he wants. Like, so it don't have to be black, but just like you know, more black creators being in in the the uh, in the space right now to tell the stories that we're not really used to getting is great to see. Um, granted, nobody's writing anything right now because writer strike is still going at the time of this recording. But when when the strike is over and the producers come back to the table, which I keep, which I keep forgetting about, and dang, next year, like this this fall and next year is gonna be. Oh, listen, get used to it. Like like have fun, uh, be living in twenty twenty three. Because I'm telling right now. you now, twenty twenty four, we're not gonna have anything to watch except reality TV and reruns. Up this timeline again. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so those are my that's my thoughts on the blackening do watch this movie if you get a chance in theaters because our showing was light so please do support this movie i know the flash is coming out this weekend but when you're not watching the flash watch the blackening (laughs) you ain't gonna watch it every day which i think which uh i'm looking at uh, on the on the Wikipedia article as reliable as that can be uh it says it's it's uh it's uh, expected to make like six to seven million, I think, um, which is not which is not bad. It'll pass its budget, uh, but that's just the uh, the first weekend. So uh, hopefully, uh, in the coming weeks, it it will uh, highly surpass. Uh, yeah, I mean, I expected Flash to be the dominating movie this weekend, um, or this past weekend, I guess, because it's Monday by the time this comes out. But <laughs> still, Alex. I rating and final thoughts. I really enjoyed this film. It was really good. I give it an A too. Um, Mexicans do the same shit. 
where if you're not Mexican enough, because <laughs> like me and my sister do it to her roommate Trisha a lot. We'll tease because she's half Mexican, but we'll tease her about how white she is. Be like, you're not a real Mexican. You can't even do this. And then she actually found out Christian and me are like 60 to 70 percent Mexican. We're not even full. And she's like, why are you guys giving me so much shit? We're the same percentage. I'm like, but are we, though? Like, we know what side's in control of who. Okay. <laughs> so, like, Mexicans do that a lot. So, I really was like, I get I get what they're doing in this film. And it was just a, such a good film. They, the decisions that they made out were able to still follow the plot of a horror film style. But not in a way that just made you think, oh, this is like a white person writing for a black character because a black character would never do this. You're like, okay, there's the drugs, there's the alcohol, there is this indecision because like even when she left him because she's like, I don't want to leave him. You had somebody else pulling her away. Be like, okay, that's why she's leaving too. Um, Dwayne Perkins, man, great actor and great writer. I'm so excited to see whether he's writing or now acting, kind of being able to see him. I don't really remember him in the original sketch too much, but it's been a while since I watched he, the He was the guy who escaped. He was like the person who was like, yeah, like they let me go, but they're going to take me oh, over the blackest. Um, that was him. Mm-hmm. He had uh, shorter hair then. He had like a low haircut at that time. Yeah. Okay. So he's just awesome. And I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for any future projects he's in. Um, this is just also a good time. It's funny. It's gets you some good jump scares. And I think it's just a good movie to watch with some friends. And like Jerome said, go go out there and watch it. The theater was a little empty. But it's also a movie you wouldn't get upset when somebody kind of talks loudly in it. True. Like with the old Riley <laughs> things. You all connected for a second and you're like, they were there's an able to unify in moments in that movie that you really get, you don't really get that often in horror films. Mm-hmm. people go quiet and tense or like they're very loud or something this movie was able to unify everybody for a solid like couple seconds during the o'reilly parts other parts where they're like you know what's down there you know it's not good why are you going down there <laughs> everybody was having those vibes it was it was a good feeling throughout the theater you know good connection so go out watch blackening and just again can't wait to see the uh dwayne per dwayne perkinson and what he does in the future mm-hmm what about you, Jonathan? How you feeling this movie? We are three for three. I'm going to give this an A as well. I had so much fun watching this movie. Uh, the A, um, like uh, you guys were saying, uh, slight deduction just with some of the stuff that we mentioned, like maybe the love storyline and uh, that sort of stuff. But overall... This movie was so great. I had so much fun. Um, I can't wait to see what X Mayo does. Uh, For sure. In, in the future. Yeah. She was so great. <laughs> she was hilarious. We didn't talk about Shanika a lot, and, but she uh, was she was fantastic in this movie. Uh, X Mayo was fantastic was really in this good. movie. Yeah, Shanika. She, she's one of those friends you definitely have around where you're like, look, I know you have something. We're not going to talk about what you have. But I know you have something, and I want you to give it to me. Well, also, she's like the caretaker <laughs> that you that you want. You know, she's serious, but then because Allison was tripping, she's like, "Not, not now, baby. You all right? You okay? Just, just, just take a second. Yeah. Just chill." <laughs> well, that's also what I said, like with uh, King's character, where I was like, "Oh yeah, I resonate with him." 
And what, what I wanted to mention was like, yeah, I'm like really calm now. Like I get a little aggressive, but I'm like, it's nothing bad. I don't want to fight people all the time. But then my Chicagoan roots come out and I turn into a whole nother person. <laughs> and that's a whole different other person where they're like, you're still doing that shit? I'm like, don't ask me questions. Just let me be me. <laughs> and there's a party that's still in there. I also said if we ever decide to go to a cabin, I'm bringing my shotgun. I'm bringing my shotgun. Just like first uh, of all, like ain't no deciding, ain't no we going to the cabin. Y'all might go. I'm not coming. All right, it's, it's cabin have. in I the mean, woods. Alex might go. I'm not going. <laughs> I have too many white friends now. I get keep. I got. I went kayaking. <laughs> I don't know how to swim. I went kayaking twice. No, I would. I would go. Actually, I would consider it. I would consider it. If I'm Not, going into a cabin it, it, in the it, woods, it, you two are coming with me because I <laughs> need somebody darker than me there. <laughs> I don't have to be the fastest. I just need somebody. You're not faster than, than us. Me. We black. No, you gonna be you kicking dust than me the whole time. I mean, <laughs> right, but y'all blacks. So you're like it's like black, Latino, and then white. All right, I get to be in this middle ground. There's a chance of my survival if I got some. Darker above me. But now you ruined your plan because you've already exposed the only reason why you're bringing us. So why would we go? And also, you're right. We are darker than you. Terrible memories sometimes. So I could bring you and Jerome. You do, Jonathan. I love you. I think I'm the one with the best memory on you. I bring up stuff you don't remember. Nothing. And you, Jerome. I can just guilt you. I know I can't. I can absolutely guilt trip you into coming into a cabin in the woods. The only thing I'm not remembering is me not having a good memory right now. Okay? <laughs> That's a I have a great I memory. I can find a way to drag you both into the woods. It doesn't matter because in the dead of night, if something ain't right, I'm telling you now, I'm leaving. You're just going to be sitting there like, Jerome, maybe we should invent. Jerome? Hello? <laughs> where, where'd he go? All you're just going to hear is dust. All you're going to hear is wind. Just, because that's going to be me out here. <laughs> that's what happens. You die because you the cabin. You leave the cabin before anybody see- says, hey, I think we saw a guy outside. Jerome's already gone. Well, he's going to die first because he's just going down the dark road. They got to catch you first. They got to find me in you the dark. You fell right into the trap. <laughs> fell right into the trap. Uh, but anyway, Jonathan, uh, uh, you didn't finish up your statement. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> A whole tangent. Um, so basically, I <laughs> uh, I had a, such a great time, and you know, it did showcase in a very comedic way that black people are multifaceted. Mm. There's not one way to be black, and um, yeah, and that should be celebrated and recognized. And all of their different strengths helped to the greater good of the group, and they were able to get out of their situation. Uh, when some of the jokes were happening in the movie, I was like, okay, this is why I really want to know how many black people are, are, are in this <laughs> theater because I hear a lot of laughing when they when they make jokes about white people. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, this this there might be a good amount of black people in this crowd. But no, they, the white people are laughing at themselves in the movie theater. So, you know, when they you know, go to a movie called The Black... They know. Right, and when you, when you go to a movie... And they also signed up... For, to watch a movie called The Blackening. So I figured they knew what they were expecting. Um, and yeah, it was it was just a uh, it was just a, an overall a, a fun time. So. Also, shout out to Tahir Moore of All Deaf Digital and other things. He's been in other shows and whatever. 
because Tahira Moore did an episode of Unpopular Opinions with uh, Kev on stage and other people there. And he made an argument for why spades is the most damaging thing in the black community. And I furthermore agree with that statement, especially given this movie, because this man killed people based off of his spades game. For the last time, <laughs> black people are getting violent over a game that ain't nobody ever won money over ever at a championship. Nothing. People ain't going to Vegas, like in the words to hear more, people ain't going to Vegas to play no damn spades tournament. It ain't that serious. Y'all are ready to commit murder over a game of spades. You wanna know why I don't know how to play spades? Cause I'll never learn. Because I don't wanna deal with the stress nor the vitriol of losing somebody a game of spades because I don't know how to play. And they'll never teach you. Cause the second you be like, well, I don't know how to play. Well, you ain't, we ain't teaching nobody how to play spades. Then how the hell am I supposed to learn how to play spades and be good at the game if y'all ain't gonna teach me nothing? Y'all are making some dangerous black people out here over a damn game, all right? It ain't that serious. That being said, though, Spades is a, is a fun game to watch, though. Watch some, watch, watch some play Spades. <laughs> we have lots of idea. <laughs> well, on, um, on that note, <laughs> socials, Jerome, <laughs> Where can people find you? I'm just saying. Are you being at Clifton or nothing? I was about to make a joke. I was about to say, well, Clifton, I, I mean, Jerome, uh, where can we find Listen, you? I'm chill. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, all right? I, know, I, know, I can record I that and show, I can like, post that up and show you. That <laughs> I'm just saying, space is dangerous out here, all right? The, 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 you all know how the number two killer of black folk behind pork? Spades! <laughs> number three is diabetes. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure someone's died over a spades game. Reneged on them books. <laughs> anyway, you can find me at Not Jerome Red on Instagram. <laughs> And also, check out the YouTube channel at The First Ones to Die uh, to see a bunch of other extra content that you can only get up there. You can't get it on the audio streaming platform. Stuff like gaming videos, blogs, book reviews, mini reviews for stuff we don't have time to do a whole podcast for, and video versions of all of our podcasts as well. So go on over to the YouTube channel, subscribe, like, favorite, all those good things. Also, we forgot to mention it, but do comment below, audience, if you've seen The Blackening. Tell us what you thought about the movie. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, are you? Does it get you more excited for Juneteenth? I mean, I knew Juneteenth is right now when we uh, upload this uh, audio and video, but still, you know, like, tell us how you feel down below. But uh, yeah, so subscribe to the YouTube channel and all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, Jonathan, where can people find you? You can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. You can also follow us at The First Ones to Die on all your favorite social media platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe and uh, give us a comment on this video as well. And if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, go ahead and give us five stars and give us a review. That would really help us out mm -hmm. immensely. Alex. You can find me at Alex and I forgot my own name. Alex and Instagram. And you say I have a terrible memory. You do. You don't remember memory. We need to debate this. I will go watch old videos to find out points where I'm like, do you remember? And you're like, no. 
I remember, I know, I know the only thing I don't remember is when we bring up things that we've talked about on this podcast because we've done 800 million hours of this podcast. How am I supposed to remember what we talked about in episode 26? You should, you should though. Because <laughs> it should matter to you. No, uh, I'm at Allison, nobody on Instagram or on TikTok. <laughs> and I don't have a bad memory, I have ADHD. <laughs> so there is a difference. You can also find me on the podcast is TikTok, the first ones that I have, where I post little clips of this, you know, podcast. Hopefully, maybe some of those will help John, Jonathan's memory, and uh, you'll be able to see how chill Jerome is all the time. <laughs> and you can also see what we may be viewing next week, or little things I review when I'm stoned, because I'm chill. I'm actually chill. <laughs> anyway. You're like diggable planets. And- You're cool like that. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> And next week, we will see you all for, as we are watching, what are we watching? Spider-Man! 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 Not that Spider-Man, though. That's white Spider-Man. You know, black Spider-Man. But I I don't feel like doing an R&B remix of the Spider-Man theme. I don't feel like it's appropriate. Black and Latino (laughs) Spider-Man. And there's an Indian there too. There's a lot of Spider-Men and Spider-Women in this movie. So we're going to talk about all of them uh, next week when we talk about Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. It's a bit late, but that's okay. Better late than never. We had to to do Juneteenth and Pride, all right? Y'all just going to have to wait. But trust me, you're not going to want to miss that episode. We're probably going to have a lot to say because a lot happens in this movie. So tune in for that next week. We did the Blacks, now we're doing the Black Lives Matter. (laughs) that's right (laughs) so uh audience have a good night good morning good afternoon whenever you listen to this it don't really matter but either way bye bye see ya